You're listening to season 3,276 of Mustelid Snoot Boop Down, a podcast releasing every dark of the moon, covering the snoots of mustelids for new fans, old fans, and not yet fans. We analyze all 66 to 70 species of the family Mustelidae in the order Carnivora, suborder Caniformia, subfamily by subfamily and nose by nose, researching its strengths and weaknesses examining its cuteness, and discussing our definitive judgments of the boopability of their snoots, from their earliest ancestors 40 million years ago to today. Hello and welcome! This is Mustelid Snoot Boop Down, and we are your hosts. I'm Nina, an amateur but still an enthusiast in the realm of cute snoot booping. And I'm Tom. I have, in my time, booped a few snoots. I've booped dog snoots, I've booped cat snoots, I've booped snake snoots, and on one occasion, a bird snoot. You booped a snake? When did you boop a snake? I was a young man. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Today, I have assembled a slideshow of the best snoot pics I could find during my 30-minute lunch break. Tom has never seen these sniffers before. I look forward to his honest reactions to this collection of snuffling muzzles. If you would like to follow along, the full slideshow is on our website and on our Patreon page. Ready, Tom? Oh, I'm ready. This is the American Badger. Its face is so squished, so broad, and so flat. Where does the head end and the fluffy body begin? But we're not here to talk about fluffy bodies. We're here to talk about snoots. What ah, think yes, you of, course. of the American badger's snoot? Hmm. Well, I have to say that snoot looks a little dry. It does. Like maybe it would be scratchy to boop it. Hmm. Yes. And I also think looking at the expression that the badger has, there is a certain um, trepidation. I think is the emotion that I'm reading on this badger's face. I'm not sure that this badger wants to have its snoot booped. I think the badger gets to decide whether its snoot gets booped. All right, moving on to the next one. The honey badger. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that sassy shuffle. They are very silly looking creatures. I was going to compare it to a bear. Sometimes bears have that long limbed look about them. The line um, between the white part of the fur and the black part of the fur is so sharp on the forehead. It looks like it's got a Leonard Nimoy haircut. It does look a bit like it's mad at us. I can't really (laughs) see the entire line of its mouth and teeth, but I get the impression of a sort of mean grimace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would say this is a more conventionally attractive snoot than the other badger had, but even so... I'm hesitant to grade this one boopable. What do you think? I agree. You mentioned that the other American badger didn't look like it wanted its snoot booped, that it was perhaps a bit afraid. This one is angry. It is angry that we are even considering booping the snoot. Have you considered this honey badger might be angry because no one has booped its snoot yet? That is a fair consideration. We cannot know without interviewing the badger. Honey badgers have gotten a very bad rap. They've been portrayed as thoughtless, careless. People even say that they do not give a flip 
It's rough to be a meme. It is. So I think I would like to interview this honey badger. Can we can can our producer um, get us an interview with this honey badger? They will work on that for later in this season. Now, the European badger, or as some might say, badger classic. That is the largest, roundest snoot I have ever seen. I That snoot demands to be booped. It dem- it, look at the texture on that snoot. And look at how it is, um, it's presenting the snoot. It's perfectly round and button-like. You just yes. want to boop yes. it. And it looks a little sleepy but friendly. It is being held by a person mm-hmm. and so clearly is comfortable around humans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so much surface area there that like two different people could be booping that snoot at the same time. That might be a little much. I think that's excessive. <laughs> I'm saying it's equipped for it. They got the upgrade package on the European Badger. Now we have the Japanese Badger. Couldn't leave out the Japanese Badger. The Japanese Badger? I've never heard of a Japanese badger before, yet I cannot deny its badger-like qualities. Look at those claws. This one also has a very prominent, very distinct nose mm-hmm. at the end of its long snoot. It couldn't be more different from the smooshed snoot of the uh, American badger. This is a snoot that is out there. This is a snoot that presents itself to you. I, my, my main concern <laughs> with, with this one, I was like, I can't get over those claws. And I'm thinking in a, you know, if this is a reciprocal thing, if I boop that badger's snoot, is the badger going to want to boop my snoot? And with those claws, I have some concerns about that. That's fair. Now that we have seen a few different badgers, what do you think of their relative snoot boopability? Oh, gosh. I mean, no question about it. The European badger is the most boopable snoot. I would have to agree. And I think the Japanese badger is a close second. So I actually have one final badger to show you. Another badger? Yes. Badger, 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 badger? The greater hog badger. (laughs) What is, what am I looking at? A greater hog badger. Is that, that snoot is inverted. That's, that looks more like a mouth. I mean, it it looks like a pig nose. I was not expecting pig snoots. I signed up for mustelid snoot breakdown. Well, are you it, telling me that this is a mustelid? In its entirety, it just looks like such an unpleasant creature. Its hair is sort of thin and mangy looking. Mhm. Mhm. I'm not entirely certain what's going on with those limbs. They feel like the limbs came from different animals. Its tail looks rat-like. But look at that expression in this photograph. This is a badger who feels left out. It's true. He's standing on the periphery of the group. He's waiting to be invited. We cannot all be born beautiful. It's not a snoot that I, you know, I I look at this snoot and I (laughs) I don't think I want to boop that snoot. But I'd still do it. Would boop so that he doesn't feel left out. Yeah, he's probably lovely. Now, this is a wolverine. This is a star wolverine. Look at the luscious sheen on that coat. It is a beautiful specimen. Now, I have a particular fondness for wolverines. I would boop it. I would probably lose a hand, but I would boop the snoot. I would boop that snoot too. That wolverine would go home with two extra hands. (laughs) Magnificent. And so inviting. This is one of the first ones that has had really 
prominent whiskers. And mm, I feel like that's yes. a, that's an important factor. It's true. We haven't really mentioned their whiskers yet, but that's a big part of the snoot. Now, for those of you at home, you don't want to boop the whiskers. No. That can be very uncomfortable for the animal. However, they do contribute to an overall cuteness effect, a exactly. sense of exactly. boopability, if you will. You can look, but don't touch. Speaking of wolverines with whiskers, would you boop Hugh Jackman's snoot? <laughs> Yes, and then get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> this is the American Martin. We're, we're getting into the, the really cute stuff now. Hi, Martin. So what species is this one? The American Martin. I know his name. <laughs> you don't know it's a he. Maybe it's she. Martin as you know, typically a masculine name. Martin the warrior. Look at this pose, though, like in among all of the bits of tree bark with the pretty flowers in the foreground. Oh, yeah. Martin knows how boopable that snoot is. Martin wants you to see. This is like the influencer mustelid. <laughs> Next, we have the sable, which look at it oh. perched up in the tree. Oh, it, I've it never seen one of these before. It, it's a teddy bear. What is this? It looks like it knows what people usually do to sables. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I just put that together. Ooh, no. Um, what guts? Paddington. This looks like Paddington in the tree. <laughs> oh. Like if you showed me just the um, the blown up image of just the face, I would believe that that came from a Paddington movie. Would not boop because it looks frightened. It does look and frightened. And I would not want to make it any more scared than it already is. No, but I would spend weeks, maybe months, befriending this sable, building a bond of trust until it was ready to come out of that tree. And I would just hold my finger there and I would let the sable boop itself. Oh, clever. This is the yellow-throated Martin. <laughs> uh, now, here's the thing. They're all bloodthirsty killing machines. Mm -hmm. That is one of the top traits of mustelids. But this one looks like a bloodthirsty killing machine. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can yeah. see in its eyes, in its expression. This one is going through its goth phase. It is sizing you up, trying to decide if it could take you down. Unboopable. It would go for my throat. It, yeah, you would die. It'll go for my throat whether I try to boop it or not. Once you're in booping distance, you're already dead. Next up, we have the Asian small clawed otter. What is happening to your snoot? I don't think I've ever seen such a close-up photo of an Asian small clawed otter's snoot. This one has sort of odd fur patterning over the snoot itself mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. very long, dramatic whiskers and pointy eyebrows, very pointy eyebrow <laughs> whisker bits. <laughs> I think if I was in range of this otter and I had its consent and its trust, I would still not boop the snoot because I would be, I would use up all my time just scritching under its chin. That chin needs to be scritched. That's true. What about the sea otter? Now, here's the thing. Sea otters look super cuddly, but isn't it sea otters that are terrorizing Singapore? A whole family of some kind of otter attacked a person who was out for a jog in a park. 
which sounds like we might have to boop the snoot in self-defense. You have no choice. I think those were river otters. In general, I think river otters tend to be a bit more aggressive, but it could have been sea otters. I don't remember the particulars of it. This is truly a uniquely shaped snoot. This is like a diamond shape. And I've never in my life booped a diamond-shaped snoot. I would have to. I'd simply have to. This is the marine otter, which is apparently quite rare. South American, also called marine cat or gato marino. I would have to boop it for bragging rights. Oh, yeah. The rarest snoot to boop. Mm-hmm. Just like Teddy Roosevelt. This is the smooth-coated otter. Now, look at that little face. That imploring expression. Please, sir, I would like to be booped. You can even see in the photograph, it's walking towards the cameraman. It's got a little swagger, a little sway. These are giant otters. Nightmare creatures in every way. They are longer than I am tall. They look like they have seen some things. They have had some experiences. You do not boop the giant otter. The giant otter boops you. This is the mountain weasel. It's darling. It's so cute. Oh, oh. The cute, such cute little killing machines. The mountain weasel could be an influencer mustelid, but it has chosen not to be. And I think that's great. It has bigger ears than the other ones. Mm. Yeah, there's... And it's, it's paw to body ratio. Like, it's so <laughs> small, but its paws are pretty big. Now, we are getting sidetracked somewhat from the snoots and their boopability. It has quite impressive whiskers. It does. And it's got, I think, a magnificently boopable snoot. Very small. You have to be precise. This is the long tail, the weasel. It's so sinister. I love its angry eyebrows. <laughs> it's glowering at us. It looks like it's wearing stage makeup of some kind. This is an animal with very prominent whiskers. The nose is, again, it's it's pink, but it's really more red. Uh, this yeah, is a deep, I was going to say almost a cherry red nose or a reddish brown, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which stands out quite starkly against the white fur. I would like say, a target, like a bullseye. And it has darker whiskers. Most of them tend to have light or white whiskers. This one has some black whiskers and some coloring that almost seems to direct us directly at the snoot to boop it. I don't think I could resist. Aesthetically, everything about this animal draws me towards its boopable snoot. This is Kamaitachi. <laughs> Kamaitachi is a Japanese yokai or supernatural entity, sometimes depicted as a weasel with long, sickle-like claws representing cutting winds. I also learned that cutting winds is not just an expression, supposedly, under the right atmospheric conditions, during a storm, there is a very rapid change in pressure that can actually wound people. Fascinating. Air pressure. It is, in fact, a demon weasel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would try to boop it, but I don't think I'm fast enough. Yeah, I'm not sure that this can be booped. If, if we're talking about boopability, we have to consider the practical dimension as much as the aesthetic one. And last but not least... Well, sort of least. Least in name, but first in my heart. The least weasel. It's so small. It is the tiniest snoot to boop. Oh. Would boop it with my pinky. <laughs> oh, look at it. 
There are a lot of incredible myths and folklore about these little critters. Apparently, sometimes they get jealous of brides and wreck their wedding dresses. Hmm. They can give people headaches. Just lots of mischief in those tiny killing machine bodies. Recently, some weasels were destroying the engines of cars in Germany. That's Praxis. <laughs> that has been all for this rapid-fire review of Snoot Booping. Thank you for listening to Mustelid Snoot Boop Down. We hope you will tune in next time for our interview with the much-maligned Honey Badger. The things they say may shock you to your very core. Plus... Sea otters may seem cute, but is there a darker side? We'll interview a sea urchin to find out. Mobile Suit Breakdown is written, recorded, and produced by us, Nina and Tom, in scenic New York City, within the ancestral and unceded land of the Lenape people, and made possible by listeners like you. The opening track is Wasp by Misha Dioxin. The closing music is A Long Way Home by Spinning Ratio. You can find links to the sources for our research, the music used in the episode, additional information about the Lenape people, and more in the show notes and on our website, GundamPodcast.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter or Instagram at GundamPodcast, or by email to GundamPodcast at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. This is a beach, Martin. Doesn't quite look as sleek and beautiful as some of the other Martins we've seen. No. And it's got the pink nose, which the pig badger also had, and it's just... I know this is a personal preference thing. There are snoot boopers out there who like pink noses, but it doesn't do it for me. This is the marbled polecat. Oh. I it, have to say, with that coloration, I can barely find the snoot to boop it. it indeed. It has excellent camouflage, but counterproductive to our purposes. 